When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Here we will discuss the best options for the captaincy um, for game week four. Uh, my name is Joe and joining me each week this season to discuss the best armband candidates is Fantasy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, enjoyed the international break. It's uh... Nice, nice to take a little bit of a break from FPL, but um, ready to get back into it now. Yeah, definitely. So some tough choices ahead uh, for those wildcarding, those not wildcarding. Um, plenty of options to choose from. But before we look at some of those candidates, understand you've got some news of an offer to tell us about. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, fan team bits. So uh, it's the last call for fan team season long Premier League game um, this week. Uh, if you register ahead of game week four, um, you can start with 95% of the average uh, total uh, points scored, I believe. Um, so, yeah, that's the last call. And there is also a Champions League group stage tournament um, with a €50,000 top prize, which I really like this format. Um, and it's quite simple. Um, there are no price rises, no wild cards and no bench. So you are simply picking a strong start in 11 for the Champions League group stages and that is it so just okay. six rounds um, that's quite interesting I'm probably going to have a go at that um, so yeah both of those um, available now okay um, on to the captaincy picks um, lots of choices as I said but there is one man that is uh, catching the eye um, he's hard to resist isn't he the allure of Ronaldo because it's Ronaldo so if I put in my notes because it's Ronaldo exclamation mark um, but is he actually the best captain choice? And while you talk, I've got um, some uh, stats on the screen of his um, how he's done and how age hasn't really impacted him too much. So um, we'll talk about those in a sec. But um, these were on uh, Zofa uh, did an article on site about this. Uh, but yeah, Ronaldo. It's Ronaldo. But is he the best captain choice? If Ronaldo plays for around 80 minutes, um, assuming he's on penalties, um, I think he probably is the best captain option this week. But the, there are question marks over his minutes at the moment. Um, I'm not sure if you've been following it, Joe, but mm -hmm. he, um, he started the first Portugal game of the first of three internationals yes. during the break. Um, that was the game against the Republic of Ireland. Now, um, he broke the international goal scoring record in that game, but um, as a result of his celebration, he was yellow carded, top was off, um, which we should factor into our FBL decisions maybe. Um, but yeah, so he, so he got the booking, um, which means he is suspended for, I believe, tonight's game against Azerbaijan. Yes. Now, Portugal also had a friendly at the weekend against Qatar, which I think was in Baku. Uh, so he was basically released early. He wasn't needed in the friendly. He can't play tonight. So he, we believe he's back in England. But of course, there's an isolation period when you come back into the country, which I'm led to believe is five days. Now, that would suggest that he can start training 
maybe tomorrow or Thursday with this team. But that is a bit up in the air. I mean, we've had differing reports overnight. Um, I think there was a story in The Sun which suggested that he wouldn't have as much time training, but that's obviously something to monitor, um, you know, going forward. And hopefully as, as we kind of get towards the press conferences later in the week, we'll get a bit more clarity on that situation. Um, but that's where we're up at the moment. Um, I, I expect him to start, but, but let's see what happens over the next few days. Yeah, so the stats we've got up on the screen just show about his age and um, from... So he's 36, um, going on 37. Um, uh, this this shows that, you know, at the age of 30, across his 51 appearances, have 55 goals and uh, 19 assists. So that's, that's just obviously ludicrous. <laughs> but then at 31, still pretty good. 41 goals, 12 assists. 32, this is his age. 42 goals, 8 assists. Age of 33, 43 goals, 12 assists. A little bit of a dip, just the 31 goals across his 40 appearances at the age of 34. 35, managed 37 goals and 7 assists at the age of, um, across 42 appearances. And he's 36 now. He's made 22 appearances whilst being 36. So this isn't like a whole season. Uh, He's managed to score 14 goals in that time. I'm not actually sure when his birthday is, so I don't know how many months that is. Uh, but nevertheless, I think, it's, uh, I think it's early next year. I think he turns 37, so, possibly in February. So 22 yeah. appearances, 14 goals and assists. So 15 attacking returns um, across, you know, just over 20 appearances is, is pretty amazing because he's 36. And I'm not even going to say how much younger than me that is, but um, I certainly <laughs> couldn't do that when I was 36. And I definitely can't the age I am now. Um, so, um, yeah. It's hard to tell how he is going to settle in, but he's Ronaldo, so presumably he will, and he'll be on penalties. But yeah, I think it's a case of watch team news, really. Watch team news at the end of the week, look at the site, um, look at Fantasy Football Scout, read the articles that you and Neil are going to do about around this, and we'll find out a little bit more, and hopefully hear from Solskjaer as well. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think all of those stats, you know, if he gets the service at United and they play to his strengths... He'll score goals, won't he? Yeah, um, definitely. That is naturally going to happen. So if he does get the minutes this weekend, I, I pulled out a couple of statistics mm-hmm. from the, the members area just regarding Newcastle, who they're up against this weekend. So if they're playing to Ronaldo's strengths, we, we're going to want crosses into the box. Mm-hmm. So looking at Newcastle, they've conceded 33 crosses from their right zone, which is where Luke Shaw will be operating. And he's right. probably the player that we want whipping balls into mm-hmm. So Ronaldo, um, only three teams have allowed more from that side so far. Small sample size, of course. But I do think the way that Newcastle play with their wing-backs, they play Murphy on the right, Richie on the left. Um, I think they add quite a lot of Newcastle to their game going forward. But defensively, um, I do think they can struggle a little bit, which, okay. which does suggest that the wider players may be able to get those ball into the box, which United haven't done a great deal of um, in recent times in terms of the, um, the volume of crosses. But when Cavani has been in the team, they have uh, they have altered the way they play, which makes me think that, you know, that they, they will be able to send more crosses in, and especially this weekend. Um, and then Newcastle have conceded 15 chances from the centre mm. of the pitch so far. Only Arsenal and Leeds have conceded more from that zone. Um, which is exactly where Ronaldo is going to be operating. So is there so, likely... So, for example, I'm a Greenwood owner. 
at the moment. So uh, he's more likely to pay on the right. Would I be right in that? Um, and therefore, so, yeah. it could um, hinder his ability because if the crosses are coming in from the left, uh, Greenwood's not going to say move out of the way, Ronaldo. <laughs> um, yeah, possibly. I mean, Greenwood's had a. It's it's very hard to drop a player like that at the moment, isn't it? I mean, he's had a good start to the season, and he has had made a bit of an impact. He's shifted out to the right a couple of times. I think when Martial started the game for United. Um, yeah, so I think he, you know, will it impact him? Time will tell. Playing with Ronaldo might might benefit him. You know, it's okay. tough to say at the moment, isn't and, it? And who who, um, who would play like on the left on the left wing? Um, ahead of Luke Shaw so you assume the crosses would come from Luke Shaw so that would be good because he's good at crossing <laughs> but who would be it's, ahead of him do you think Pogba well 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 Pogba's played um, a couple of times from the left hasn't he and then he switched to a, a deeper role mm. at Wolves which really impacted Pogba actually I think he only touched the ball once in the, the opposition mm. area during there but I think he's been very effective in that role so mm. he may find himself on the left You've got Sancho, of course, as well, who is there, um, who picked up a bit of a knock, Mm. missed out on the England internationals. Um, But the word from the England camp was that it certainly wasn't ruling him out this weekend. Mm. So there's an option there. You've got Rashford to come back Mm. in, of course. Um, Daniel James has left. He had appeared in that position um, this season as well. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to, to kind of think about the dynamic at the moment how it's going to be how it's going to work with that but um yeah possibly Pogba this weekend um off the left but yeah let's see okay so yeah lots up in the air but um yeah so far the best captaincy shout of Ronaldo if playing I'm not going to say if fit because he is always fit but if he's playing yeah. um <laughs> let's have a look you you talk about Newcastle and their defense um so I've got the the uh, the latest whipping boys for this season so just three matches so far um, you've already detailed that it is Newcastle's right-hand side where they've got that problem. But we can see here, in terms of big chances conceded, Arsenal, who have had a tr- tricky run of games, um, even if with Brentford we're including that, but they nevertheless have had a tr- tricky run of games. They're, they're top there. Um, and then Newcastle, they're 11. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Arsenal as in not sure, but Newcastle um, up there in terms of that could be could be the team to target in terms of the captaincy. Go for their defence. They're expected. They've conceded eight, and they were expected to concede eight. They're either under or overperforming. They are what they are. Um, and then looking at their Norwich as well, Southampton, Burnley, uh, Leeds are other defences that are worth targeting. So it does suggest there are other options as well. For example, yeah. Antonio playing um, Southampton, uh, Salah playing Leeds, um, Calvert Lewin against. Burnley there so there are definitely options and and um, Aston Villa will probably be I mean half their team appears to be in prison at the moment under uh, <laughs> Brazil um, for but um, so yeah Aston Villa are going to be depleted we think so that could mean good for Lukaku but um, yeah I've got some other other stats here of expected goal involvement um, so far this season um, so this this would this highlights Antonio you know stuff of legend already uh, seven shots on target four goals three assists and then Calvert-Lewin Mane and Salah as well doing well um, I have I've only I've only put um, a, a certain number of players in here so there are other players in this list that I haven't put in who I don't think are sort of captaincy potential uh, but nevertheless there may be others um, but Lukaku he's only had a couple of games <laughs> um, shots on target three um, and a goal so there's 
could be plenty more for him. And and Salah's uh, shots on target being five and expected goal involvement of two is still pretty good. Um, but um, yeah, it's not all about Ronaldo. So who, who else appeals um, for you in terms of who's your vice captaincy on if it's not Ronaldo, that type of thing? Well, I will, I will talk about Lukaku, but just before we move on to that, we should probably still mention Bruno Fernandes because oh, okay. um, up until up until the Ronaldo signing, of course, we were going into this this game week, and he was the number, yeah. you know, the number one captaincy kind of option. I think um, I don't think we should dismiss him completely. I think he, if he loses penalties, is of course going to have a knock on his um, his, his FPL output. Um, but if there are kind of doubts about Ronaldo maybe starting going into the weekend, we can't write out. We, we know what Ronaldo and um, what Fernandez can mm. do. You know, we saw it in game week one. He wasn't reliant on penalties. Um, I think if you're, if you're building a wild card this week, I think you're naturally going to go to Ronaldo. But we should at least mention Fernandez here yeah. as well. Um, but in terms of Lukaku, um, similar to Ronaldo in that he... He played a he played a couple of international matches actually, but picked up a yellow card um, in the weekend match. So he is suspended um, for tomorrow's match against Belarus. Um, but after the game at the weekend, he revealed in an interview that he was carrying, I think, a minor thigh issue, which he was going to have a scan on. Um, he was going to have a scan before he then flew back to London. Um, it didn't sound serious. Um, I don't think it's anything to be overly concerned about. But again, a bit like Ronaldo, just monitor it on the on the run up to the to the deadline. We'll hopefully get more news from from Tuchel later in the week. But um, if he does play, he looks a good bet, doesn't he, this week? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned about mm-hmm. Martinez and Buendia being unavailable, which uh, means that Jed Steer will start in goal for Villa hasn't featured a lot for us at all since we, we came up via the playoffs. Um, we're awaiting an Esri Konza injury update. He came up, um, he came off against uh, Brentford. Um, Tyrone Mings and John McGinn are back, but Villa um, haven't particularly impressed so far. No. Um, we, we have struggled a bit. Um, I think if you look on those, those, those tables, I think it's four big chances conceded, which is fine. But look at who we've played. We've played Watford, Newcastle and Brentford so far. So, of course, we have to take fixtures into yeah. account. And, and, and Chelsea are obviously a bit of a level up from that. So I think as far as if, if Lukaku is um, if he's fit, if he's available, um, bearing in mind they have got Champions League games mm-hmm. next week. So if there is a bit of a doubt round, he may be rested. But I think he, he looks if he is if he is ready, I think he looks a superb um, option for, the, for, okay. for this week. Yeah. So, so in an ideal world, if we had whatever team we wanted, um, Ronaldo, if available, um, yeah. captain yeah. Lukaku, set just just a notch below, but still great option. So. Great option. Yeah. What about yeah. um, you know Le- the Leeds defence? Um, I know I'm going to talk more to Seb about it on the Scoutcast tonight. Uh, he's a Leeds fan, and and he hasn't been keen on the Leeds defence for a while, um, yeah. and they do look pretty porous. Um, Salah or Mane so I put Mane's stats up as well because it's an interesting mm. differential a lot of people saying you know he hasn't you know he's losing it and stuff but but shots on target four he's only scored one goal so um, suggesting that he's been he's expected to have been involved in two in more than two goals so far mm. but Salah probably be the main one we'd be thinking of in, he's going to be in most teams Salah looks actually a pretty good captaincy shout I think against Leeds yeah for me he's 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 definitely up there in the the, the top three. If I, if I can't 
get Ronaldo in without a hit this week. Um, he'll likely be my captain. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have quite clicked for Leeds so far. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what Seb says about it later on mm. the um, Scoutcast. But yeah. I watched the game against Burnley and um, they kind of altered the shape for that game because I think they were up against Burnley, who played two strikers, mm. which Leeds normally do. But it just didn't seem to quite... Uh, really click for them throughout the match and I just thought that that they were I think they'll give up opportunities against Liverpool and I think that Salah as always is he's in that conversation um Mane as well but if you're going to pick one of the two um for your team it's going to be Salah I think and I don't think the fixtures are quite good enough to warrant a double up at the moment especially given the other options which we've spoken about in in Ronaldo and and Lukaku but but Salah's up there for me definitely Salah's been away with his country, but but limited, so he hasn't gone to Egypt itself, which I think is a red listed country. But I think he's gone. To, I've got this right. Gone to is it Gabon uh, that Egypt are playing, and they're an amber list country, so he yeah. should be okay to be available. Okay, um, Antonio. Um, now I didn't captain him last time out, but lots of people did, um, and I think we have to consider him a, a, a premium captaincy candidate now. Um, he certainly has been so far this season he's playing Southampton so let's put those whipping boys table up again and that shows you know how bad Southampton are really um you know big chances conceded eight goals conceded six um and I think I think you know for someone like Antonio could be could be an option what do you think he's been away as well a a, a new a new player for Jamaica I believe yeah exactly yeah he, he has which for a player who has got a history of hamstring injuries and a Europa League um, uh, campaign kicking mm. off next week, it's yeah. perhaps a little bit worrying. With even if he doesn't feature, it's that extra travel. Yeah. Um, but with a with a player in the form that Antonio is, the numbers which he puts up when he is available, I think as FPL managers, you get him in your team. If he gets injured, you take him out. That yeah. simple. Yeah. Um, he feels like too good an option to to be concerning yourself with that at the moment. And yeah, I mean, he deserves to be in the conversation, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, I think Southampton played well against Man United at St Mary's in game week two. I think they made it difficult for them. I think with players like Ward Prowse and Armstrong, I think that they're going to be okay this year, Southampton. I think there are better options this week, but Mm. but given the fact that, what, he's played three games, three double-digit halls, um, four goals, I think, is it four assists, I think, as well. I mean, they're they're crazy numbers. yeah, I do think there are better options this week, but if, if people are considering it, you know, I don't think it's um, it, it's a completely outside kind of uh, uh, choice. Okay, well, let's have a look at those uh, remaining fixtures there. And yeah, there are other options and there are lots of lots of good teams with good players, captaincy candidates against so-called minnows. Um, so who else appeals looking at this? I mean, we've got, I mean, I've... I've um, singled out Calvert Lewin if fits against yeah. Burnley. Um, I mean, he is yes. another player like Antonio. He looks unstoppable points wise. Yeah, I mean, he he was somebody I was looking at for a transfer for my own team. Now he hasn't been on England duty again. He's got this. Um, I think it's a broken toe which he's been playing through, which he then picked up a thigh strain, I think, in game week three, which mm. was a result of the of his broken toe. Yeah. I think. So he was withdrawn from England duty. And I, I don't think we've had an update on it since. Um, you would hope that he would no. be fit. If he, if he is fit, I think he becomes um, a very good option. Yeah. I think Burnley, 
have conceded more headed attempts than any other side in the opening three game weeks, which is always now under Benitez is a massive part of Everton's game plan, getting the ball wide, getting the ball into the box by crosses with Gray and Townsend and Dinier and players like that. I think he looks a brilliant option this week. But again, we're going to just need that press conference later on in the week and for Benitez to come out and say, yeah, he's 100%. He's absolutely fine. So um, yeah. great option, but but needs to needs to be monitored. Um, any any other players or any other fixtures um, stand out for you for the captaincy? Well, we should talk about Palace Spurs, shouldn't we, mm. as well? Um, with Kane, obviously, back in game week three. Um, Son as well, who I think, did we, we both captained him in game yeah, yeah. You, you captained as well. Yeah, so yeah. we both had a bit of joy with that in game week three. Felt like a good fixture against Watford. And I think this is another good fixture from as well. Now, again, we seem to be repeating ourselves here, but again, there has been a, an injury flagged up this morning. I think he came off for South Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been reported, I think, in uh, in a couple of sort of places, maybe the standard, I think, was saying that um, he won't be risked for the next game. I think they, I think they used the word precautionary, okay. which does suggest it's nothing serious. But again, we're going to need more information on that. But in terms of... Um, in terms of Palace, it's a good fixture. Mm. Um, Spurs have won three games so far, all one nil, so yeah. they haven't been blowing teams away. Um, Palace did show up a bit, show a bit more fight against um, mm-hmm. West Ham in game week three. Conor Gallagher got a couple of goals. I think they've made some pretty good signings in the window. They've reduced the age of their squad quite a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's got to be a game where you know Kane, I suppose, in all of this Lukaku and Ronaldo talk has been maybe kind of pushed to the side a little bit, hasn't it? But we're, yeah. we're forgetting how much of a good option on penalties he is. Now, I, um, I, was, I was having a look at those whipping boy stats with Crystal Palace. And I, see, traditionally, I've always seen them as quite a defensive team, whether they are, you know, they succeed in that is another matter. But, you know, under Hodgson, obviously different manager now. Yeah. But big chances conceded three. So that's on a par with Liverpool. Um, their goals conceded is five. And so yeah. their expected goals conceded is three. So they, um, they've yeah. So the big chances, expected goals marry up. But they so that that I look at that and I think have they been unlucky? Because underlying stats wise, they're on a par with Wolves. They're better than Spurs, better than Brighton, and they're on a par with Liverpool. And um, yeah, what do you think? Do you, do you think they are a, a, a an easy <laughs> an easy ride against the team? Well, I think they played, did they play? They played Chelsea game week one, didn't they? Yeah. And Chelsea went up um, first half, and then I think they were kind of playing in third gear. It didn't mm-hmm. feel really like they they got got into a comfortable position, and then a lot of possession. Okay. So that game's kind of maybe a, a difficult game to read. It. I think they played Brentford after that and, yeah. and kept a clean sheet, and then they conceded a couple at West Ham. But the second half performance was much better than the first, so they mm-hmm. showed improvement. Yeah, I mean they're not shipping chances. No. I think a lot of Vieira's game is is that they will be try and be more possession based than they were under, under Hodgson. Um, they will try to play a little bit further up the pitch. I think they've got Eduardas come in from um, Celtic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got players like Zaha and Gallagher. They've got players who, who, who can offer a threat. Um, I think there are better options than, than focusing on this fixture this weekend. But um, if people own Kane, if people took the plunge on him in game week three for that Watford game, mm-hmm. I, I get the temptation will be there to shift to um, to Ronaldo yeah. and Lukaku. But in his own right, Kane has got a good yeah. fixture this week and, and shouldn't be completely written off. Um, I mean, another fixture I pulled out is Wolves against Watford. So Wolves have been looking quite good. And in, uh, we'll talk about them a bit more on the scout cast tonight. But in Traore, Trincao um, and Jimenez, yeah. of course, 
we have um, a bunch of players who are posting very, very good underlying stats, but they're not quite putting their chances away. So the shots on target isn't great, isn't as good as we would hope, but they're certainly giving it a go. And they've been against some tough teams, but now they've got a great run starting um, away to Watford. And that's where it starts. So do you think, you know, as a left field captaincy punt, Jimenez or even Traore are actually quite... I wouldn't say sensible, but you know, would they be okay captaincy shouts this week? Well, the numbers they've been putting up have been good. They've just been a bit wasteful. Yeah. Um, I mean, they played well against Spurs. They played well against Man United. I suppose now with players like Traore, you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, how is he going to react to playing teams who naturally play a little bit deeper? So, um, although a, a counter argument to that is that Spurs actually played, you know, pegged back and he actually did pretty well against them. But that would be, uh, Traore's been a player who um, has maybe struggled a little bit with his end product um, in previous seasons, hasn't he? You know, um, yeah. and, and delivering consistently. These players feel like, play, uh, Jimenez as well has put up some good numbers so far. It feel, to me, it feels like these players, are, uh, it's fine to own them this week and they're good differentials this week. Do we need to take the step up and really risk the captaincy? I'm not quite mm. sure yet. That doesn't feel like, like an option to me. But certainly if people are looking at getting getting on board, moves, I think um, there's been enough encouragement. for. There's enough to take from yeah. those opening three games to to, to certainly consider them. I've, I've had a look at them myself. Um, yeah, Jimenez looks good. I think I, you know, Traore probably has a bit of the edge over Trincao. But um, yeah, it's you know the, the getting on board walls now. It might be a sensible time to do it. Okay, so. I just want to um, thank all the uh, well over six hundred of you who've joined us for a lunchtime stream to discuss the captaincy. And uh, do press that like button. Well, hopefully that you've liked it so far. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope we've given you some good captaincy options there. Um, yeah, just looking at the fixtures, um, there is one player and one team that we haven't mentioned yet, and it's an old favourite of mine. When I've been in the doldrums of, and I've thought, I'm going to captain this guy because he's against Norwich. And that's Aubameyang. <laughs> yeah. Aubameyang at Arsenal. I think he's a great left field captaincy shout because Arsenal have had tough fixtures. Tough couple of games. And I don't think we've quite seen the real Arsenal yet. And Norwich, well, go back to the whipping boys table again. And there they are, Norwich, just just below Newcastle. So they're they're there for the taking. Um, yeah, am I mad to consider Aubameyang? Well, he's got a good record against Norwich. I'm I'm sure I was looking at uh, earlier that he's um, he's got a few goals in his past yeah. few appearances. I can remember captaining Aubameyang. I'm sure against Norwich yeah. during project re, during project lockdown, maybe. Yeah. Oh, project restart. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm sure I captained him then. But I mean, what? Yeah, Arsenal. It's a tough one, isn't it? It feels like, um, you know, they've had a poor start. They've had a lot of playing, players missing, though, to be fair to Arteta. You know, you would hope when players like White and Gabriel and Partey come back, they've signed Odegaard, you'd hope that would give them a bit of a lift. Just feels like the kind of game that if Arsenal were to go 1-0 down in that one, it mm -hmm. could get a bit toxic at the Emirates, which you know, we've seen before. Um I mean, it would be a, ma a massive differential, wouldn't it? It just depends how much mm. confidence you have in Arsenal um, to be able to turn things round. Um, I would personally like to see that happen. I would rather be a little bit late to that party mm. rather than going early. But um, 
yeah, I mean, I looked at it myself earlier. It's um, it's not completely out there, shall no, But no. Um, I do think there are better options. Just got to put so, it there. Um, just before we go, anyone yeah. else? I mean, I think we pretty much covered everyone. Ronaldo, some other blokes. Um, but yeah, yeah, anyone else who you think we should mention? No, I think yeah. we've, we've we've covered everything. We've gone about Aubameyang so. deep. <laughs> yeah, Aubameyang and Traore deep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the barrel has been truly scraped. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for joining me, Tom. Thanks again, all those that have joined us, and thanks all those um, in in, a, in the last minute, the thirty or so people who just pressed like suddenly. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Um, it's like it's like getting a tip, being a waiter, getting a tip, and it's uh, it's great to <laughs> I get. Appreciate um, it. Do remember um, to press subscribe as well if you're not subscribed to the channel. Well, keep pressing like. Just press it randomly around the house and and stuff, or preferably while you're watching our videos. Um, and also mention a lot of the stats that we've been showing, they all come from the members area. There's lots of, you can create your own tables there as well, goals imminent table. And um, you can also you do all sorts of things, comparison tools, and there's the Rate My Team tool, which I will be putting my wildcard through in the next couple of days or so. Um, so hopefully it has good news for me. But in the meantime, Tom, thanks so much for joining me and uh, good luck with your game week four captaincy decision. Thanks, Joe. See you next week.